0: Sleep is You nice, like... ever thought about living on a farm? Thought about it? Yeah. Like seriously, considered it? Yeah. No. I'm starting to. Yeah? I'm starting to like the country a lot more. Like, just like the last three days spending like kayaking, yeah. canoeing and like, I don't know. I mean, it's- I like nature. Does that count? Yeah, well, the thing is though, what I'm thinking is like I feel like like living in the city my whole life Like going out to nature is like Going out to nature is like uh, Like I feel like I should be doing something You know what I mean? A lot of nature is like just sitting out there and appreciating nature And like that's what you're doing You know, like that's why people move out to nature Is just to like appreciate it Yeah And that's it To appreciate it, you just need to sit in quiet and solitude and just like... Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Now, can you do that in a city? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, I think subconsciously you start feeling closer to nature in certain areas and you're drawn there. You know what I mean? Nature as in... Just trees even. Yeah. Bushes. Yeah. Water. Well, as soon as I see it... Like you come out of the city and I see it like you it, you kind of feel like my shoulders will get loose you know what I yeah. mean you probably you feel like your your worries slip away a little bit, you know what I mean like I guess that's kind of like a metaphor for seeing this big thing that's greater than you you know out there that's like kind of makes everything seem like a little bit smaller, yeah, I mean I feel like a city has uh uh you know like uh it's an energy like a gravity let's say that affects everyone everyone in its energy yeah it's true it weighs it down a little bit yeah well you're you're so close to everyone like do you see say think of like your energy is like a force field imagine that and like it stops when you hit someone else's force field like hits someone else's energy and that kind of merges. Like if you're out in nature, your energy is like limitless. Like it'll just go on forever yeah, across yeah. the water and say so You're stuck on a metro with like six or seven other people. The energy's all mixing up and shit, bouncing into one another. Hmm. I guess yeah, and I guess that's what produces the atmosphere. But like I feel like a lot of people come to a city to enjoy like the vices of the city. You know what I mean, cities to be enjoyed with vices like you know bars and restaurants and yeah, you know, like I feel like a lot of the city is uh like escaping the country from <laughs> no the loneliness. loneliness the people of the country, you know what I mean they like when you're an other, you come to the city because that's where you see others. You right. know what I mean? Like, if you're different and you're in the country where there's only a certain type of person, that can be suffocating, I feel like. Totally. Yeah. Like, imagine being a gay kid in some, like, 200-person well, town. That's what I was just going to say. That's, like, what makes, like, gay kids that are, like, 14 years old, like, fucking... You know what I mean? Hitchhike out of town, like these, like, northern Quebec towns, you know what I mean, at 14 years old or whatever, and take crazy chances, like, on the road to get to Montreal, or Quebec City, wherever it is, like, they could find a safe place to be themselves, you know? Shops at the same stores, it's the same store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The thing I was thinking when I saw all these cabins and cottages and shit like that is that, like, I was thinking there's definitely some weird shit that goes on behind closed doors. Like when you're out in the country and like lonely like that. Yeah. It makes the weird shit even weirder. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're holding it in so much that when it comes out it's it's mutated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why my thoughts turned dark, but I was like, like, yo, like I was boating. I was like, I mean, what are the chances that like there's a dead body at the bottom of this lake right now? I was wow, thinking I mean, like Hell's Angels territory problem. is like right right like close to there, you know what I mean? Near Ottawa. I mean, I feel like, statistically, there's a body at the bottom of every body of water. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's at least one. Like, people kill people all the time. <laughs> Yo, that should be our, our Netflix pitch, man. It's bodies of water. And it's just about, yeah. like, fucking guys, like, like, rescue teams looking for bodies. <laughs> The twist is they're all ghosts. Yeah, but like, just because, like, I guess, like, the organization. If the organization sucks, like... Yeah, exactly. The owner is a piece of shit, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Dolan, have you ever seen his band? No, he's he's in a band? Yeah, he has, like, his band. He's a musician. How does a musician own the Knicks? Like, how's he... Was no, he he he's just he's like he a billionaire the, who, oh, is who also wishes he was a musician uh, like, Who's the best actor-musician out there? Actor-musician Billy So Bob? they have to start as an actor No, no, um, no They could be either one So are we... We gotta be putting the scores of them as an actor and as a musician And average that Yeah Okay, so Oh, nah. no, I don't know no, I was thinking, who, like, the best musician that also is, like, known as a popular actor. Like, predominantly, like, a popular actor that is also still maintaining, like, the, an identity as a musician. Yeah. You know, like, Billy Bob is doing that. Bruce Willis. I don't know Bruce Willis. I count Bruce, Bruce Willis. It's Bruce Willis. Yeah, like but that's it. what I mean. Is like, pff, Bruce Willis's band is so terrible that he shouldn't be counted, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would, like, LL. How's his acting? Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he counts as an actor for sure. Ice-T counts as an actor. Yeah, but his acting isn't (laughs) too great. (laughs) No, it's not. We got Pac, obviously. Oh, shit. Pac is definitely... Yeah, see? Not a bad actor, not a bad musician. Most F. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yo, I thought Pac was an amazing actor. I I think Pac's probably a better actor than he was a musician. I'll say it. Yeah? I'll say it. I think he acted like a musician. <laughs> yo. Oh, shit. Hot take. Hot. <laughs> Hot take. Sheepish. <laughs> shit, mad sheepish. I do a fucking love a sheep, though. I'm not going to lie to you. They're fucking adorable. Oh, yo. I was... uh I was looking at pictures of clip art bunnies today. Clip art bunnies? Yeah. What's the difference? Well, like, the lines are a lot more defined. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no fur, apparently. Oh. Um, yeah, they're cute as fuck, though. Yeah, like cartoon bunnies? Cute as fuck. I was photoshopping a fucking a cat wearing a, a bunny mask. Nice, for what? I was, Dylan wanted me to do, try to do a logo for his, uh, he's starting like a media company. Shout out to <laughs> Knight Rider. He's starting a media company with Nils. What's the name? OG. 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 OG O-J-I. oji Yeah. So he was, he was. told me that I could like play around with like either collective or media or like productions. Can you think of any more like fucking cliche Things like production teams think like call themselves. Oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Collective media, productions, entertainment. No, oh, I mean, that's pretty much all of them, isn't it? Yeah, entertainment's like the funniest one. 514 entertainment. Yeah. You know, like media. Media. That one feels like the most full of shit. Yeah. Entertainment's fucking pretty full of shit, though, too. Because you could be like a clown troupe, you know what I mean? I was thinking of it, you know, actually being a bald guy now. Fuck, I was thinking of... uh, um, Well, this is how it happened. I Like, the last week, I, like, grew up my beard a little bit. I shaved since, but I grew up my beard and I saw, like, I had, like, fucking more gray than I expected in my beard. Like... Which I I didn't mind. I liked it, actually. But I was thinking about men that, like... Because I liked it, I was thinking about men that dye their beards. And, like, how weird it would feel Just to, for men. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. to dye your hair and dye your fucking beard. You know what I mean? But... You know what I mean? Like, people do that before the next step, which is get a toupee. Which it sounds... Well, no, those are different things. Well, they're covering up age and like grayness and baldness are like I guess two like they're two different things but yeah, yeah. I put them in the same category of aging you know like they're, you're trying to make yourself look younger by yeah fair enough mm. so yeah so I was thinking how ridiculous it is an idea to like wear a toupee so I was thinking I, I should start a YouTube persona called Toupee J Yeah, where I'll just wear a different toupee and like Say the news. You should just start wearing a toupee. And yeah. then when someone's like, Are you wearing a toupee? You say, Yeah, toupee J. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's it. Just it's be like, this. He's my new persona. <laughs> yeah. Toupee J. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think that could get a couple thousand views on YouTube. No, but I like your idea better. Like, not for YouTube, just for like social interaction. Yeah. Like, you like, once told me your life is art. So. Yeah. That's it. Start putting that in action, <laughs> you know. It. But I don't know if I could that's the whole thing, the whole reason I thought of this is the idea of me feeling like would be mad uncomfortable wearing a toupee, you know what I mean? I guess like if I'm hiding behind it as a punchline like yeah. only wearing it as a joke, guys. But but I mean, what part of it is it that you find so ridiculous? It's just the obvious Hiding it thing Yeah 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 That's what it That's what it reads to me I don't see any other way It reading You know what I mean If I saw a guy with a toupee Like Mm -hmm. I feel like he's trying to push, Pull one over my Like Pull one over on me Pull the wool over my eyes Yeah I guess It it looks dishonest It looks like it, It feels dishonest It feels like It gives you It reads you as a dishonest person jeez well then how do you feel about makeup or that's the cosmetic surgery nah oh well, that's cosmetic surgery same thing I mean I don't know like there's health benefits to cosmetic surgery sometimes but if it's just like I don't know that's the way the hypocrisy is with women is that they gotta wear bras and they gotta wear makeup and like all that shit like they have to or else they won't be accepted in society you know what I mean <music> Yo, this is bebop sheep. Yeah. Just riling them up. Yo, these sheep are like scattering on the track. They're starting to sound like cats now to me. Like cats in heat.
1: You
0: know what you got to do when the cats in heat? We talked about this on the last season. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me what it is and I'll. You, you gotta, know, glue a Q tip to the wall. Okay, yeah, I remember you saying that now. Yeah. <laughs> the cat back up on it? A cute glue it. I don't know, that man. That sounds hard. Yeah. Man, I was just watching Parts Unknown, Anthony Bourdain in the Congo. I was just watching that. Were you? Not the Congo, but oh. literally just a second ago. Oh, what season? me too. I oh, was before, like, uh, I don't know, the one on Netflix. Yeah, but what, like, what season? Like a later one? Oh, I don't know. This is the same season that Quebec's in. I didn't see okay, I saw so Quebec. I, that's nah. Like watch the later ones and he looks existentially withdrawn, man. Oh yeah. Like he doesn't he does not have the same vibe as the earlier ones. Oh, cool. I'm gonna check that out now. Hypocrisy as far as you, you mean? Uh, oh, I think in society that, like, the, the society lets men get away with aging better than women. Yeah, if you're sure for that? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. No question. <laughs> so that's it. But, well, so that's, that's because men are supposed to be judged on the things they do. The money the they make. judged on uh, how well they suit a man suit a man yeah you know what can they do for a dude fuck that sounds like the name of a country song yeah what can you do for a dude imagine telling asking a girl that at a bar like picking up a girl like that being like yo what can you do for me on September 19, 1993, NBC aired the first-ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, the much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to drop out of college and launch his own podcast network. That baby is me, Tom Zalatni, and this is A Terrible, Terrible Idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again, right here on the Upford Network. I guess if every girl just stopped wearing makeup and stopped wearing bras, it was like kind of like a unified thing, then nobody could say shit. Yeah, but I mean, even then, what's, you know, and then you're saying that any woman who feels like wearing makeup, they like, can't wear makeup because they have to prove something to a dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mm. That's the inherent contradiction. So if we bring that theory back to a toupee, and you're thinking that the stigma of toupees and it being like a dishonest thing, you're 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 reeling really, you're like sticking up for the toupee here. You're, well, I mean I just don't give a shit, essentially. <laughs> yeah, well essentially I don't give a shit either. <laughs> to me it's like you could wear a toupee and uh, like I don't, I don't you care. If you wear a toupee that looks funny, I might Well don't all toupees look funny? I don't know. Maybe there's toupees. I haven't even realized there are toupees. That's true. That's that's, that's the, the thing about a toupee. <laughs> if it's really working, I, mean, I don't enough. know. It's there. It's true. But yeah, they usually look a little funny. But it's like, whatever, man. You know? Yeah, I know, because he looked pretty engaged. Well, it's also like he was like talking about how it was his dream to go to the Congo. Yeah, and yeah. like, who's the guy? The... The Heart of Darkness? Is that what it's called? Or the... Yeah, yeah. Conrad? Is it Conrad? Johnson. Yeah. Which he... Say, it makes sounds... That's what I wanted to talk to you about, because you know something about this, probably. It sounds like a fucking dope-ass book, what he's talking about. Which made it so interesting, like the... To... Like, his references to the book, and, um... And him actually being in the Congo, like he was like looking at like turn of the century maps, like of like what it was called and what it looked like back then when the guy like wrote the book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he definitely romanticized it. It's a hard place to romanticize. Well, that's why I want to read the book because he was romantic. He, he like his only reference to the place why I loved it so much was it was referenced in the book. Like the guy apparently, like in it, they talk about like the like the dutch owning the slaves too and like how the dutch hor- horrible. were the worst <laughs> like the dutch were the- terrible yeah uh, what's the dude's name there was the one king of the, at the time i remember looking into him like a year ago and ah uh, man i wish i remembered some of the stories this guy was terrible Just it was a terrible. genocide it was the first holocaust they essentially called it they were like it was it was nuts <laughs> Do you see anything more about the King Leopold? Oh, man, it's just so deep. I don't even... Just massacre, man. Bloodshed. But, like, one guy... One, like, old-timer they were talking to that ran, like, um... The railway in the Congo. There's this kind of, like, poorly-functioning one-car railway that goes around the, the, the country or whatever, or around, like, villages. And... Uh, the guy that was working there was saying that that was like good times for him when the Dutch were there you know that's when everything was working like the railway was working because they had you oh, know man they had I wish like, I could like properly remember this shit the things they did were just so horrible. They cut off arms like yeah they cut off arms mass yeah yeah if yeah you, if you if you like weren't working if you weren't making your production quota. Like if they were building railways, they were building all this stuff, they were all slaves. And if you didn't build their production quarter, you get killed. Women will get maimed and uh, raped and killed. There was like, pictures that they showed of like people with one arm, kids with one arm yeah, because yeah. they would cut off your arm if like people would shoot you dead in the face. Yeah. But like the, I thought, it was but the f- railway was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guy, yeah, I know. That's what Anthony Bourdain was like. I don't know how to like keep the narration over. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to think of a guy right here is telling me that this was the best like time of his life, his heyday. Like those are the good times. But if you think about it afterwards, it came like, like tribal warfare, where like you know what I mean, like all these different rebel tribes are just, you know, doing the same crazy shit, like cutting off heads and. You know, mm-hmm. like rolling into the fucking towns with machetes and butchering yeah. like different tribes. It's just, I wonder where they learned that shit from. The Dutch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dutch! <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna investigate this. I'm gonna look, see if there's any two left. I don't know if there's any two pages left. Like, I think that might be a sign of the times. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like mad, like, it seems like a mad 80s thing. Yeah. Like, when it first came out, it was like crazy. But I mean, girls have hair extensions. That's kind of like a toupee for girls. Yeah, kind of. They trick you. Girls will trick me all the time with hair extensions. I guess. Like, I've never been tricked in person. I've never actually been with a girl. Oh, yeah. Wearing I black girls with white girls like it's it's harder to read makes sense <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cause white girls are trying to make it look like it's their own hair like they're just extending their hair yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah 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 black girls is like nah I'm gonna t- throw some other twins shit in this mm-hmm. make it look cool no I scout an Indian bitch <laughs> yeah exactly I, on the other hand, should be actually the name of the country song. No <laughs> oh, man, Wrong kind County of Indian. Yeah. I actually, it was funny. I was talking to my dad, I and mean, we were talking about, oh, this is funny. Like, he was talking about, like, I think he was talking about East Indian, something about East Indian food. He's talking about Indian, like, so okay, yeah, and. Uh, he said, the, he said Indian right away And I just I just like Off the cuff I said Red Dot or Feather Like just as a joke Like, yeah, like see yeah. if you're a guy And so he laughed And he was like He got it right away He's like Red Dot And then like I thought it was just like a, Like I was like Oh that's inappropriate But like whatever Like and then like like a couple weeks ago or whatever, I was talking to him again, and he was like mentioned an uh, off chance like another thing that was Indian thing, and he cr- like he said Indian, and after he like <laughs> he just paused and looked at me, he said red dot just like, was, <laughs> you know, like, like so now me and him got this racist oh organ, no racist code that we <laughs> oh no I got to break now I started mm-hmm. fuck Jay Z. I was in my apartment the other day on the 15th floor on my balcony looking at a thunderstorm, lightning storm, and uh, I I got too scared, man. I had to go inside. What? Yeah. Why? What? I was watching it. it I got scared. I was like, I thought, I was like up on the 15th floor on my balcony, and I was like, lightning was going off all around. Like, it was like fucking close. Yeah. I was like, yo, man, I don't want to take the chance. It Literally... No. Oh, I don't know that. No, what the fuck was that? It sound like you, you made me a mic. No, no it wasn't uh, me. Ah, spooky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the lightning yeah. coming to get yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, 15th floor, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you know what, it was like such a, like I felt like such a little bit like, a, like a pussy like after like going inside because I really wanted to see the more of the lightning storm. Yeah. So I'm watching it from inside. I'm like, this isn't the same. You can't feel the, like the, you can literally feel the electricity. In yeah, there. of course. It's yeah, like yeah. literal electricity, but you could, it's palpable. Yeah. And I wasn't in it anymore. I wanted to be outside. I felt like a bitch for, but then I read an article uh, the other day in, in somewhere else. In near Toronto or somewhere like somewhere else in Canada, where a like lightning hit an apartment complex, and like no one died, but the apartment place is fucking shook, lost you, everyone lost power. Yeah. Well, it's a story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a story. It's not a scoop. <laughs> Jay, you're on page 14 today. Get something better tomorrow. That's cool. So where'd you go? Wakefield. Wakefield. Wakefield, Ontario. Yeah, yo, I had like an Airbnb experience, man. It was um, like a guest house, like adjacent to uh, a woman and her son were living there. Uh, And so all we know is like the woman was like, from her profile, she's this like mild-mannered white woman in her 50s and Yeah. you know and uh so we show up and she's like oh my son's gonna uh my son my son will show you around when he gets there I'm not gonna be there I'm gonna be the key whatever we show up and uh her son looks like Mick her son's like six foot three with like dreads he's like a mixed kid and he's got dreads and like fucking yeah he's all like he's all millennial out and shit yeah, yeah. and uh Just, like, showing us around, and... Yeah, it was cool. They, like... Like, I felt a little uncomfortable, because, like, it was still... You're still staying in someone's house that you don't really know. Like, we could hear them at night. Oh, they were there? Well, they were there. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We're just in the guest house. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But check this shit out. So, we're on the dock of this place. It's, like, a little country town, right? Where, like, we're, like, basically going there to spend, like, three days by the water or whatever. And, uh... And fish. By the way, I'm the fucking certified worst fisherman oh, yeah? ever, man. Oh, no. Ever. I lost, like, six lures, man. It wasn't happening for me. I'm no good either. Ne- I don't lose lures, though. Well, yo, like you stuck on the rocks, man. Yo, but it's funny, because I kept on coming up to the house, like, empty-handed with, like, no fish, right? Yeah. And, like, the f- after, like, the third time, Nilu was like... You know it's okay that you you're not catching fish. It's like we don't have to eat fish tonight. You know we don't we don't have to eat anything tonight. You know if <laughs> if you don't catch the fish, you know it's just like we won't eat, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like obviously it was she's just playing me, but I kind of did feel that masculine fucking you know provider need to be like yeah. fuck. Like I wish I could come. Like imagine I was in a situation where I needed to catch fish. To eat, yeah, for the night, or else I wasn't gonna eat. I tried to put myself in that mindset, still couldn't catch a fish. Yeah, but I don't. I think it takes more than just the mindset. <laughs> yeah, it takes the yeah. It takes the skills and the know-how. I like those little Thai Thai bikes, those little I Yamahas that the people usually go around in Thailand and the Philippines and shit like that on. Like moped. Those little moped yeah, joints those are mad efficient like for little villages like that yeah i like a like a i like a classic bicycle (laughs) you know yeah yeah no motor maybe maybe take a baseball card (laughs) put it in the spokes yo you haven't done that yet i haven't you know what i never did as a kid and it just occurred to me now is maybe put one in the back and the front. Oh, no. (laughs) Kick it up a notch. Oh, no. Extra horses. Oh, man. That might be too loud for the neighborhood. Yeah. Cuckety-clack, cuckety-clack. I think i got space for maybe three on there. That would be dope. I bet you, I bet you if you did that and someone saw you biking with that, they would do that. (laughs) Like, if I saw, (laughs) if I didn't know you, if I didn't know you and I saw you with baseball, like, cards in your spokes, I'd be like... Oh, I'm doing that for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like you have to track down baseball cards. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be hard. Oh man, that would where do even, you even go for baseball cards? Blue Nose in I the Point Claire. What is that? That is like it's like this old um, baseball card, like hockey card store that also doubled as like a Nintendo game yeah, store yeah, and like yeah. a fucking fan. You say it was in the Point Claire Village? Point Claire, no, or it was the Point, Point Claire shopping, shopping mall. Yeah. I was the, just talking about that with like oh, some people, do you? Yeah, fucking yeah. like decrepit man. I I, yeah, love, yeah. I love shitty shopping malls, man. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. It's a certain kind of sadness. Yeah, I like it. It just permeates. Yeah. I've always wanted to work in one. No, I couldn't do that. No, but you're just, just living in that sadness. I don't know. But. That sadness is kind of enjoyable. You just might be sad in, yeah. in that case.
2: mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. So I finished that first season of Lasers on the ride. Jeez, uh, that sure was a ride. <laughs> ride, ride. What? Wonder is there a word for that? Even if I didn't intend to do it. Anyway. Uh, shit, left me on a lot, of, a lot of questions about the fundamental nature of humanity, to be honest with you. I think it may have changed my life. Uh, actually, considering the future iteration of me is on the show, hopefully it didn't change my life.
1: <laughs>
2: I wish there was a way to show my gratitude and, you know, maybe get some cool shit Hmm. Hey there, little fella. I couldn't help but hear you rambling on and on to yourself about God knows what. But I do want to tell you that you're in luck. You just head over to patreon.com slash lasersontheride to find out more. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash lasersontheride. So I'm on this
0: like fucking Angel Fire website, nice. you know, in Delaware, and like uh, exa- checking my claim status and shit yeah. like that. It just seems like the big, biggest ragtag fucking. Yeah, yeah. I called once or twice, and I got like two people that are just like not excited to be there, and like like just gave me so much fucking shade, through so much yeah. shade. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Top of the hour.
2: Top of the
0: hour. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. I, I, bro. Top of the hour. Yeah, let's do it. It's just Alba. Top of the hour. We're British. Oh, my God. You write this, you wrote this one st- fucking specifically for me. Is it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah this is nice. great. I'm very, very time sensitive one. All right, well, I'll do mine then. Yeah. Uh, did you forgive R. Kelly? Oh shit, and I could have gotten that one, you know what I mean? Like, I did not know. No, no, like, why forgive him for what? Uh, just being like an overall creep? Yeah, I guess. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, just being a creep? Fuck. Uh, have I forgiven R. Kelly? Nah. Nah. His music has been nothing more than a fucking joke to me. Like, every song he's ever made has been like... It's just joke music. It's like Weird Al Yankovic to me, man. The idea that R. Kelly is some sort of musical icon is, like, fucking hilarious. I love that. Do, do. Oh, it's so, so silly, man. The production's kind of nice, though. Like, the production's got this weird R. Kelly, like... R. Kelly as a producer, isn't that? It It just sounds like R. Kelly. There's a lot of flutes. The rhythms are all kind of R. Kelly rhythms. Like, the sadness is... it's it's it. saddest equates to like it's like no customers that's how i see it i like jobs where you work in retail with no customers like a that's more than no customers like the mall in itself is dying yeah like every day they're dying it's like witnessing a commercial death yeah you're just standing there watching it die very slowly I went to the restaurant there once and I swear to God the woman asked for a cheeseburger, the woman took a cheeseburger out of the refrigerator and then put it in, like in a plastic wrap and put it in the microwave with the plastic wrap on it, like a pre-made cheeseburger, yeah, like who knows what it is, and gave it to me, put it on my plate. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah. ate in my life. You ate it. I know. Yeah. I ate one bite. And oh, I walked right, right, right out. Yeah. It was just me and her, and the lights. I just remember the lights all dark, dark, and it's just yeah. really. There's actually a bakery in there that's very pleasant. I don't yeah. know if the bakery's still there. Nah, I, I used to have that. like some really fun been there. Fun girlfriends from Hudson that used to work at the bakery, and they all used to chat it up, and there were good vibes. And they're like, "How long ago was this?" That was like probably right after high school. Oh, okay, yeah. Jesus, That's a long time ago. I've been going to that mall since I was a kid, man. I mean, when I wasn't living in, in Dorval, I used to go to that mall to pick up baseball cards and shit like that. And that fucking place is still there. Like when I was a little kid, yeah. Before I moved to North Carolina, you would go to the, the that shop, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was the baseball card. It's yeah. called Bruno's, man. That was, that was the fucking... Uh, of the spot. And it still exists. There's that one guy... Do you remember the guy that worked there? No. that one guy. He always is like a little confrontation. He reminded me of the... The, the, um, the cartoon guy in The Simpsons. Yeah. Or pretentious about his fucking nonsense. Like... My question is, have you come to terms with the bulk of your issues? The bulk? <laughs> the bulk. Oh, shit. You come to terms with the bulk of your issues. Um, coming to terms. I am well, coming to what, what is, what is, what was the question? Have, have you come to, to terms, terms with the bulk of your issues? All right. Yes, I can say yes now. I'm coming to terms with the bulk of my issues. For sure. You know what happened is that they tried to make me go to rehab, Mike. Yeah. And I said yes. Oh, uh, I said yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. The bulk of my issues, I figure fucking, you know what I mean, it, it was it ended up becoming drugs and anxiety, anxiety and drugs, and then drugs, and then drugs, and drinking and then drugs and no anxiety, and lots of anxiety and more drugs, so, like, fucking, that's done, the chicken, it was always the chicken or the egg, that's what I'm learning now in, like, counseling and shit, it's like, I've always blamed this on anxiety, until it became a drug problem, yeah, and then the drug problem became the drug problem, yeah, you know what I mean, and, like, you know, like, it became apparent that, like, there's no way that you could fix the anxiety, if it is anxiety in the first place, and not just a drug issue, um... That, uh, yeah, that, like, you could do it while still maintaining, like, a fucking, like, a, a drug regimen, like, even casually or socially or whatever. So, yeah, I'm in a group. I go to meetings and shit, which fucking suck. How big is the group? Um, it varies. Like, I think it's, like, uh, last time I went, there was, like, eight people. Okay, yeah eight people i was like i was like the most like i think i was like the best case scenario there like you see a lot of sadness and that's what i was wondering like i'm like seeing this process through like i've been sober now for like close to a month and like seeing this process through it's like watching these guys who've gone through it like, over and over and over, and they've had kids in the process, and they've had families in the process that have gotten ruined, like you know. And it, it kind of all put things into perspective for me when I heard one guy, and he was telling a story, and he was like, you know, it's like those that feeling you get when you wake up in the morning, realizing that you just spent three hundred dollars on cocaine the night before, and then across the room, another guy that was sitting across the room just goes. So, like, yeah, hearing about these guys' other guys' sadness, it's like, I don't know. I think the purpose is that you got, you kind of, I don't know if it's part scared straight, part like, you know, feeling like you're not alone. Like, what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to allow you to have a venue to share your own experiences. Which, I mean. I don't particularly want to do but uh, so I'm doing that but the one-on-one counseling is a lot more interesting like meeting with like a one-on-one drug counselor and just talking about drugs and fucking uh, chemistry of your brain and you know like underlying issues on why you know people use and stuff like that she's like have drug therapist and half like psychotherapist. yeah yeah which is really cool I enjoy talking to her a lot so yeah, that's how a much of it is outside of drugs? Like a lot the one-on-one. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it's about. Uh, well, like you talk about depression too. Like we talk about depression. Like depression is an underlying issue. Like anxiety is an underlying issue. And uh, they, like they won't get into anything deeper. Like I, I have, I'm on a list for like an actual. Psychologist, which I'm to go back to. Yeah. But I can't do both at the same time. I don't have enough time to do, like... I figure with the... the finish with the drug thing and then... Go see a psychologist after this is done. Way too much, like... At one time. But yeah, bulk of my issues. So that's the bulk of my issues. But no one ever talks about the guys that are there that, like... Came in on the scholarship, like probably like the bench player in college, but is like staying there for like three, four years and getting their degree and like knowing full well that they're not going to play basketball yeah, yeah. in the NBA, but they're still like playing four years of college ball while getting a degree and then end up becoming like a fucking, I don't know, like a biologist or something afterwards. Like that's cool as fuck to have the experience. I want to hear what the numbers are on a four year. Like, a four-year basketball player in college who doesn't go pro. Like, would they let you stick around that third year if they could see you're not that good? Are they going to replace you with some kid? Like, (laughs) we don't want you anymore. Nah, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, like, because the turnaround is so quick. It's every year at this point. But what happens if you're just better than the kids... You're, like, a veteran, and you just you don't have that, like, you haven't been scattered by the NBA yet, you know, but you're still, a, like, a, a beneficial member to the team yeah. you're on, you know? Like, I just wonder how, like, how money-hungry these yeah universities are. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm going to look it up. I wonder if you can it's just I don't know how you. Well, I don't know these. What Siri? <laughs> Siri, it's such a like complicated question. <laughs> yeah, cross reference. Yeah. <Cross-reference>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a three-parter, Siri. <laughs> Part the first. Do you think Boogie Cousins uses Siri? Uh Siri, what's team shirt? Play for. Boogie Cousins. I saw some guy sticking up for Boogie Cousins. I think if you asked Siri, which team should I play for, it would tell you the best team. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. you may have done that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Golden State Warriors, Boogie. Yeah. 2018 champions. Who else did I start? I heard, oh, it was Mark Maron. I heard his take on... uh, Superhero movies, yeah, yeah. I just heard that, yeah, like the other day, and yeah. I was like, Oh, thank you, Mark, thank me you, me too. Finally echoing my statements, yeah, yeah, me too. My thoughts, my he, feelings, but he, he phrased it so well, like, it's just like he did, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I like how he had some real disdain behind it, of like, it's yo, it's for, worthy of it for children, also, <laughs> for children, it is. I've said it, I've you said it a million times.
3: When I have a big actor in here, specifically recently maybe Josh Brolin and Paul Rudd, and I seem uh, slightly condescending to superhero movies, and you think that's rude, I I'm, I want to tell you this, you know, honestly and from my heart, I will continue doing it. I will continue to condescend to grown-ups who defend almost, you know, maniacally. Uh, the integrity and need and greatness of superhero movies. Look, look, I'm all for entertainment. I'm glad you enjoy it. I don't go. I'm not even saying that I wouldn't enjoy it. What I'm saying is the consolidation and uh, leveling of the culture's taste uh, to uh, infantile intent and product. It's something that's been coming for a long time. It's great for movie companies. They, they can just, you know, guaranteed to make millions on franchises that were fundamentally designed for children. So the fact that you're a grown-ass fucking person and you've, you know, kind of justified it in your periphery and your fucking worldview that these are great and you just can't get enough of them. Great, that's good for you. But the truth of the matter is it pushes away and it pushes aside, you know, real dialogue and real human stories that now you gotta go to Siberia. I gotta go to the Lamley to see a, a movie that, you know, is grown-up themed and is actually provocative and proactive in terms of making you think and making you move forward with your life and seeing things differently. Now I have to go I gotta go find those. I got I gotta watch those in my living room because the audience isn't big enough. To, to justify the release of, uh, of these films that you know were once uh, known as grown-up movies. It, it was not supposed to be that every movie has to be like a fucking amusement park ride. It wasn't supposed to be that, you know, oh, why are they talking? What am I listening to? How come someone's not flying? Where's the blowing up? What? And, I, you know, maybe I sound like an old man, but you're a grown person. You know, just lighten up. I can have my point of view. And I'll remain condescending because I feel like that's the place to be on this one and uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for, her, for your feelings and you're mad that I don't like the flying man. I'm sorry, um, so you want some ice cream?
0: You want some ice cream? How invested in it are you? Uh, invested, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, the, the amount of it I said is, uh, I, get, I had to, that's what they asked me. And it's, Um. I told them seven on 10. Yeah, like, I'm invested because I have something to prove to myself, you know, like, I have to prove to myself that, like, I can stay drug and alcohol-free for a while, with the exception of weed. Yeah, David Crosby told me that, he didn't tell me that, but, because to me, it always felt, and even to this point, it kind of feels like don't think you have as much of an issue as it feels like to me you do you know what I mean yeah uh well I mean maybe I'm minimizing it because I'm going through it yeah and the only way for me to go through it properly like and to explain it is kind of minimize it without going into like some you know like if you want to bring the like the darker we could go darker in this but like no, I mean, mean I don't want to go any darker than you do. I just want. No, I know, but it's just like it's it, the the, like it could be a self-defense thing, the, like the, the way I'm, I'm projecting yeah. it, because you know it's definitely not at a, uh, not a like a uh, lack of acknowledgement. Because, no, like, definitely, like, this needed to happen. Like, there was no other way. Like, I was going to fucking die if this didn't happen. Like, it got scary. Totally scary. Uh, and and now that I'm realizing it, and it's like, I'm thinking about it, like, the excitement of, like, you know, not touching anything, like, for whenever, you know, like, an indeterminate amount of time to figure out, like, what... What I can Do You know what I mean Like If I could be a social drinker yeah. Like in the future or Whatever You know Drug Like alcohol really isn't my thing Like but It goes hand in hand With like Every kind of vice uh, It's like uh, You know I've signed the proof to myself And I mean Right now Like it feels It feels easy You know It feels good It feels like easy Yeah You know what I mean Like that's why I might be minimizing it too Like the hard part's done. Like I, I spent, the, like I went to the hospital. Like well, I. Well, I mean, I guess I should be clear. Is like when I say, is what I mean is. I mean, you know the way I feel about like yeah. drug addiction. I believe there's like substance abuse problems where you can develop a like, you know, like a mental and even a physical addiction to things. But like I, drugs are never the real problem no like to me the problem is what is making you need to escape through these drugs and i feel like unless those issues are confronted then it doesn't matter like yeah so what you never take a drug again in your life but But these issues are still there yeah no totally and but like, that's those issues Are gonna pop up In another fucking way Yeah Like you can't No it's true You just can't hide Those issues It's true I'm too early In the process to Like I think The process right now Is like that comes Yeah You know what I mean That comes after this Like This is like Just maintaining sobriety For a while So that like You can make sure That your you Like your emotions And your chemicals In your head Are like functioning At a, a level That is like like, you're not, you know, yeah. going through any withdrawal. Tolerable. Yeah, tolerable. And, like, back to kind of, like, somewhat back to normal. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, being sober for this long, like... Like, I can't remember the last time I haven't drank for, like, you know, close to a month. You know? And even that, like... It seemed pretty easy. But... But, uh... No, I completely agree with you. And if I knew what the issues were, I'd fucking... Yeah. Be all over it. The thing is, though, with psychology, it's like it takes a while. Even there with psychologists, because you just, if you don't know what it is, you know, you just need to you need to tell the therapist as much as like about you as you can, and about about your life and your experiences and things that you know that bother you, and that are still like, you know. That could be possible reasons Like the first question she'll ask me Is what do you think the possible reasons are Like there's a lot of that Like I've been through This process so far It's like I've seen like, like Eight different nurses that have asked me like Sheets of questions that yeah. I've had to fill out Like questions, like personality questions To see if like, you know like If I'm schizophrenic or if I'm like You know I mean, all these other psychological assessments To see if yeah. there's And like it's none of that it's like, they're, they're calling it like, you know, uh, like uh, self-medicating due to uh, severe de- severe depression and anxiety. That's what the official thing was. Mm-hmm. But last year, I went to a doctor and he said it was ADHD. Like, I'm yeah. self-medicating for my ADHD, you know, which they're saying, that no, that's not a that anymore. So, I mean... There's also that. There's a trust in like where who do you trust in this business, this game? Like I'm with someone right now, the drug counselor that I'm with right now, I trust. You know, she seems like she knows what she's talking about. But the goal after is to find like a psychotherapist that you're trying to trust, you know. Uh, he's like a Jordan Peterson type. Oh, okay, of guy. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know who he is. I've seen him. Anyway, it was these guys are fucking clowns. I hate all of them. Yeah, yeah, he's just basically classic, like hipster racist. You yeah. know, what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like these... oh, you should listen to this guy, you know what I mean? Like, I don't agree with them, but he really makes a good argument. <laughs> you know, it's like, what but these guys are being interpreted as intellectuals. Like these are yeah, intellectual yeah, yeah, discussions, apparently. You know, well, like not. A, yeah, yeah. But they, they get hosted at like you know like uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah, where, you know, University. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where yeah. They, they have like a guy that fucking, like Jordan Peterson. They also like, yeah, is, he, yeah. is he the guy for the the teacher from Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there's him, Ben Shapiro, fucking Gavin McInnes type of types of dude. he's a little bit more alt, but like these other guys are like. Yeah, they're fucking Fugazi intellectuals. They're just, like, shit talkers and, like, fucking... Just, like, arrogant fucking pieces of shit that, like... Yeah, well... Are closed-minded and, like, they don't want to be, uh... They don't want to be corrected. They're never going to fucking cop to, uh... uh a compromise on anything. On any of their points of view. You know, part of their points... they're They're... they're Whole shtick Is their points of view Are like polarizing It's like that's what it is You know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Cause it's it's set up in a way A framework of like Debating Where these kids Would come to like The liberal arts school And Yeah um, Well I mean The Jordan B. Peterson guy His whole thing is basically like I'm gonna debate And prove how Men are superior to women Essentially That's like his whole thing Yeah that's a subtext to it, for sure. No, it's like... The, Cause that, was okay. the, that was the title of his lecture? It's a text. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate those guys. So uninteresting. It's just, even the way they speak... Like I feel like they all should be having pipes They all need pipes in their mouths Double breasted suits Oh man Just such like pekka woods man Peck-a-woods. <laughs> You know what I mean? Soggy shreddies They're like boy soggy shreddies I Like these like, angry white guys Like just scared Yo So scared so That would be a fucking amazing sitcom Angry white guys? That's been like 10 sitcoms <laughs> Fucking, but that, but we play on the fact that they're just scared. They're not angry, they're just scared. <laughs> like, every once in a while, you see a little bit of like. <coughs> have a lot of like flinching. Yeah. Tepidation in their voice. Like. <coughs> mm. But, like. Are we gonna consider these people the. The, the front lines of like, social debate, like, gender debate, these guys are on the front lines, they're the ones speaking to the, engaging with the universities, like, how did these guys platform themselves into a position where, you know, yeah, they're the, they're the talking head on this, it's probably always on the internet. No, it's not like that complicated It's that These institutions, these platforms Are still controlled by white dudes And that's who they play to Like, all their shit is just about protecting white dudes You yeah. There's a lot of white dudes that are like You know what? We should kind of be protected. Yeah, yo, it's weird It's weird whenever I see that Like hear it You'll hear like People dance around it sometimes But you'll hear them say Like You know It's like uh, You know Things need to be equal Around this country You know Yeah yeah. You know Things are equal (laughs) Just because I'm white Doesn't mean I have Any other rights Than everyone else You know I have the same right To go to college As any black person In this country Which is like, I think it, a lot of it is being able to trust yourself to actually want to go through the process. Well, the hard part is man. Getting in the process and actually fucking. But no, see, the thing is that this isn't the hard part. The hard part is what you've been running from. That caused this, (laughs) you know what I mean? Well, that's the hard part. That's why it led to this, because it's so fucking hard. Well, yeah, that's it. Well, I don't have any like concept of like, you know what I mean? Like for me, it's just like it's 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 never gonna be one thing either. It's gonna be a sum of a bunch of things. You know what I mean? Like one thing doesn't comprise a problem. It's not as easy as that. It's like a situation where it's like a like a you know. I mean, the sure, the, and like, even like you know, staying sober for like a little bit just kind of gives you a perspective, the like, I, you, I like a different perspective, you know, like. In order to get to that step, like staying sober, and meeting with a drug counselor and shit like that, like that kind of gets you ready. Yeah. To, to go to that next step and like the, to do it without any, like Yeah, the psychological, the the deep dive into your mind. But I guess that's something that a lot of people should know is, like, that. I agree with you on that. That, like, drug use is not because, you know, of the drugs, It's because of, like, masking, underlying issues. We need a drug issue because of a drug issue, for sure. Yeah. But to tell you what that, those issues are at that point, man, just... It's a sum total of a bunch of shit, you know, and, uh... You can't pull one, like right now I couldn't pull one out of a hat and be like, Oh no, this is probably, this is the, the quarterly, you know? you have a sponsor? No. No? No, well I mean, I have my counselors, like I call her, I can call her anytime I want She's like, 6'2". Yeah. asked her if she played ball the other day. She said no. No? Sure she played ball, I'm like, you definitely play ball. I'm like no. She's like, why? I'm like, oh well, I'm like, you're pretty tall. I think you know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, no, I cheat. And then she like pointed out to her shoes. And I looked at her heel and the heel was like t- wasn't a big heel. It was like maybe like an inch. She was still like what? Six six one. See that was that was a fucking that was the question I pulled. What? <laughs> the fucking uh, how do you deal with the bulk of your issues? Also now since we've spoken about that, no I haven't dealt with the bulk of my issues. Uh, de- bulk? The bulk? <laughs> I've done I've I've dealt with the fucking I've scratched the surface. Yeah yeah. Scratched the surface. I'm putting myself in a position where I can deal with my issues. That's what that's where I'm at right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yo, I got a sp- fucking I got another message, uh for uh, the uh, the girl asking to know if she could use the studio for a GB. For the what? For, for the GB. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I've already said no. Yeah. I just want to let you know. The mes- The reason I'm bringing it up is the message was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. So funny. Because I told her, like, when I said no the other time, I was like, listen, man. Just don't want to get some fucking skied all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah, Is like, yeah. it? Uh, so like in the message she sent me which was like a long paragraph by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's like and very like official. Like, "Jay, you're like are we still good to have that GB on this uh, day we'll make a couple of dollars. You know, maybe during the day we're going to bring out uh, you know, like the like tarpaulins and an air mattress and I promise you there'll be no jizz anywhere. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it'll just land on the tarps." She made me laugh like is as if we were like dealing with like uh, any other contract. Man. She said I could get him free, though, yeah now, when you left this place, so did the chances of that ever happening <laughs> that uh well to tell you the truth me being here, I don't think that would have ever gone down either, who knows. I don't even know if I'd want to be part of the game, man. I don't think I would. Say what? I don't think I would. Want to be thing. part of it? Yeah. oh No, not me. that's not. Well, for th- oh. Three weeks sober, Jay. Fucking month-long sober, Jay. Says, no. <laughs> says, no. Not part of my life.
1: Hi, I'm Tefera Jemian, one of the hosts of Yeah, a podcast on the Upford Network. We are talking about young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what the YA genre can teach us at any age. Join me and my co host, Hannah Bailey, as we talk about friendships, dating, family relationships, sexuality, experiences of queerness, body politics, and more through the lens of our favorite YA novels as well as books we're just discovering. The YA yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network, and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club and you're invited.
0: I still get anxiety walking into that room though. It's like, uh, which one? The like the meeting room, the group one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in like a classroom, and like the fucking lights are all bright, and you're sitting around like in like a circle of classroom desks. Everyone's got a little name tag. Yeah. Last thing they like, you go around the room and you speak, and you say, um, "When's the last time you used your name? When's the last time you used, um, uh, or have you been tempted to use?" And then there's a rotating question or whatever. Yeah, and one little rotating question was like, tell the rest of us something that uh, they may not know about you. And uh, what I wanted to say was that I put the ill in rehabilitation. Yeah. And dropped my pencil and walk out. Didn't do that though. No, you definitely should have stayed. would be this smart choice. dropped my pencil and stayed. Walked out and then walked back in and really be like, oh yeah. Just playing. I, I take com- this seriously. Yeah, I have a commitment here. I won't get to see my kids unless I see this through. Yeah. But the the, the, the instructor is like yeah, exactly. Well that's that's the reality for all these other guys, you know what I mean? So it's like you know, I like I really can't say that. Who knows who has a fucking bigger problem me or one of these guys with fucking I mean he's lived long enough to like have kids and have a family that he's already lost and you know doesn't speak to him anymore and his daughter yeah. doesn't speak to him anymore and shit like that. Like you know what I mean part of it is seeing that and being like if you continue, you know, like this, like if you if, if you use drugs as a crutch your your whole life and, and you have this as a fucking Vice that you go to When things get shitty Or you want to avoid yeah. something You know what I mean Then you're going to use it Your whole life As that vice That you're going to go to When you're trying to avoid something um, Or trying to get out of your head Or whatever And uh, That's what it ended up Starting to be for me But I don't have a family yeah. You know what I mean it's, That's what it is for him That's what it's always been for him But he has a family He lost right now You know what I mean So I mean, I guess you're right. It's like, who's to say who has a bigger fucking issue? He's just got a lot more at stake than I do. I mean, we both got our lives at stake. That's probably the main thing. I feel like the worst part of a gangbang is, like, watching a bunch of dudes with, like, limp dicks in their hands. Just all, like, fucking just waiting for their turns. You know what I mean? Just waiting around Like Keeping it like Like semi You know (laughs) what I mean You're supposed to keep Your eyes firmly On the action Oh yeah Only on the dicks Around the chick Oh no Not around the room No I don't think You're supposed to do that Yeah I guess How would you feel If you Went to a gangbang Right You're there You're lined up On a wall With like nine dudes She's fucking Two dudes up there And then you look around And you realize That all the dudes Are staring at each other but, like, don't you think that there's some of that involved in, like, a gangbang situation? Like, these are guys that, like, want to, like, see a lot of cocks and, like, a chick taking these cocks. So it's, like... like well, unless they're keeping the eyes firmly yet. Yeah, <laughs> firmly. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's, like, a certain type of fucking, like, a kink that involves, yeah. like... Yeah, no, it definitely. It's part of it. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah, but I think the guys are looking around, like, see what everyone else is working with. You know what I mean? Like, or it's just the like nastiness of it being that uncomfortable, but you still being there to fuck this chick. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, like, like... look what I'm putting myself through. What <laughs> the yeah, fuck right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's more my style. <laughs> like, that's more my style. It's more like the fucking... The butterflies you get beforehand. But I'm starting to realize that, like, I've lived a lot of my life like that. Where, like... You know what I mean? Like, like the highs that I would chase wouldn't be, techn- like, necessarily drug highs all the time. They'd yeah. be, like... Um, other Sens- dopamine, sensations. like yeah, like a buzz chaser. You know, yeah, what I mean, yeah. I chase buzzes by putting myself in like these fucked up situations, and like, you know, just existing inside of it. You know, like that precedes that butterflies of like, oh, this feels wrong, or like this is like, you know, yeah. mildly dangerous, or this is like, you know, it used to like I used to fucking feel like, you know, what I mean, that uh, adrenaline from it is addictive, for sure. But imagine not being able to see your kids because of that, man. The shame that you would, I would carry be too much. Too heavy to bear on these Caucasian shoulders of mine. Yeah, but I mean, you end up in that situation without drugs anyway. You know what I mean? That's true. If you don't deal being with your a issues, father who doesn't fucking see his kids is not... Only drug addicts Well that That <laughs> goes back to you saying like Drugs are drugs But like Your issues are your issues Like these guys don't Touch drugs But their issues They haven't dealt With their issues So yeah. that yeah. Therefore making them A deadbeat father You know The same The same thing You know But that's like That's not gonna get I mean Unless you're obvious about it That's not gonna get Your kids taken away from you Like I know guys That have gotten their kids Taken away from them Because you know court ordered shit yeah actually the one time I did have uh, have sex with it was three guys and a girl and we were all like on the go. three girl. including you or plus you no including me okay yeah the, the only time I've done something like this uh, and uh, no I mean that's a train yeah that's yeah, a, yeah, <laughs> a literally three joke. yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Choo-choo-choo. Uh, but I, I got up top. I got up top by the, the mouth area. And uh, then there's another guy that got up top by the mouth area too. So she was going back and forth, right? Yeah. yeah. And someone, Classic. Someone Classic was, maneuver. Yeah, and another guy was working the, the bottom, right? And uh, I nutted first. And as soon as I nutted, I walked into the other room. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the other guy that was up top, he came in the other room like fucking 10 minutes later. And then we let the other dude... Yeah yeah. I, you know, chance. yeah, yeah, yeah And the first thing he said uh, said to me when he when he walked out He looked at me and he gave me like a look of respect And he said, it's a great night you busted on her face <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hilarious
0: I felt like I had to return the comment, man <laughs> So I was like, yeah, man, you got a pretty big day." <laughs> he said, yeah, I do Thanks, man <laughs> Where'd you think This confidence came from <laughs> Yeah no Yo but you know What's fucked up Is this It's a dude That I hated Like prior to this Remember We blur his name You know Remember friend. Yeah 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 he's fucking Annoying like Yeah like yeah it. Huge dick This guy's he's fucking thrash. Packing man Yeah, yeah he's packing yeah. Packing That's why I was like oh, I'm, I'm gonna be the first One out of this guy I'm a bitch so, You know what I mean like, Yeah yeah But I enjoyed But I enjoyed I the nastiness of it, for sure. Oh, it's just the fucking, it's like the educational stripes, too, that these guys have, too. Like Jordan Peterson, oh, like yeah. the McMaster College professor, like stuffed shirt motherfucker. No, it was fucking, yeah, well, I mean, see, to me, that's been something that I, like, even had to kind of come to terms with. Younger, like, as we pursued music and shit, and everyone else went into culinary you know, arts, further fucking education yeah, and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? A lot of people, you could see it in their faces that they felt kind of superior. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you're fucking doing this stupid I fucking stupid thing. Yo, you still living Yay. the dream, Jay? Yeah, Jay, you still exactly. living the dream? So, you know what I mean? I came to a hierarchy of what I judged a person on. And, like, it became very obvious to me, like, very early that a lot of people who were moving further than me in education were, like, fucking stupid. Yeah. And... Like I always hated this idea that like the educated are somehow more intelligent. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And that's what they're an example of. You know what I mean? It's like no, look how decorated we are. We we our word must mean something. Yeah. No, you're a fucking idiot. Their arguments, like, make no sense. That's it. Like, imagine you're this guy's girl, and you're arguing about something like as like trivial as like. Uh, I don't know the right way to do laundry you know what I mean you're not gonna win that argument you know what I mean like this is the most efficient way to fold clothes like this guy's gonna fucking like he's gonna get involved in that shit no what he's gonna do is he's gonna be like fold that is defined as (laughs) having a clear crease and like (laughs) your style doesn't have a clear crease so how could it be a better fold (laughs) how How? could it be a fold at all it, it goes against the definition of a fold <laughs> I haven't done it again I, I couldn't picture being one of the guys who seeks that out like I bet well there's... I mean you said you you chased the buzz so yeah. like you do seek it out know? oh yeah, yeah yeah no but like seeking out the Gang bangs in particular Oh yeah, yeah 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 But I mean you're seeking out this, The root of it Is all I'm saying Yeah yeah Totally But like The gang bangs in particular Like It's It's the idea that There's a lot of people around Yeah Like there's gotta be A psychological component About that Like you know I mean there's the There's, there's a whole thing Like you know Some people can't piss If you're standing next to them you know what I mean This is like the exact Opposite of that it's Yeah. Like a yeah. bunch of guys Like just <laughs> Yeah You know what I mean But any gangbang porn I've watched right It's like just a bunch of guys Like in the background Just like fucking Just kind of getting In their dicks Like fucking 60% hard Like the whole time And like the yeah, girl yeah. doing it It's like That's just the like fluffers yeah. That's what they had The fluffers for You know what I mean Yeah I like watching Amateur porn So like the amateur There's no fluffers in the No amateur. there's probably No fluffers anywhere anymore Yeah I know Now it's like Do your own fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah do yeah, your own yeah. fluffing Get your own intern So yeah, did you know the got fired from the pawn shop? I think I heard that. Yeah. So the pawn shop boys are officially—they've moved on from their lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was inevitable, wasn't it? It is inevitable. Such is life. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> yeah, man. Pawn uh, shop. The only thing a- you guarantee is that things change. Yeah. But how much do they change? Oh, they change a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, things are always going to change. I think the the ticket is you got to make sure you change along. Yeah. Like a surfer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Surf that wave. Well, what interests me now is, like, what... Uh, much I'm gonna change if I see this process through or when I see this process through to its full thing. Like even now I'm kinda going into some uncharted territory. Yeah. Which feels like cool. I don't feel that there's an excitement in that. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what changes are gonna happen just without without me knowing them. Yeah. You know like I can't I can't be the one